Hey, Impact Maker! I'm Helena, the creator of the Present Teacher Podcast, and in each episode, I'm going to help you live the life you are made for through self-care, social-emotional learning, and classroom management. You know that impact you are after when you first started teaching? Well, we're going to make it happen here. Last week, I ran into a colleague of mine in the staff room who was a first-year teacher in her second week of school. We started talking, and I asked how she was really doing. And she started talking, and we started talking about how back-to-school really is that time of year where you can feel a little behind and kind of lost. My heart sank, and I immediately recalled my first year of teaching when she said, Helena, I love the job. I'm only a weekend, and I love the kids. I love teaching, but I'm overwhelmed. I don't want to quit. Is this the rite of passage for teachers? If this sounds like anything where you're at right now, I want to tell you that this does get easier. It doesn't feel like it right now, but your first year is always kind of rocky. You learn so much that by the second year, things become a lot easier. Your classroom set up, you have systems in place, you are more familiar with the curriculum and the content, you have an idea now of where your students are coming in and where they should be leaving. And this year... I am actually in my second year at a new grade level in a new district and let me tell you this year is so much easier after changing grade levels my first year I felt like I was behind and I was always learning something new and I was really hard on myself but this year it is so much easier because I've already gone through that and I have an idea of what to expect and I already have systems in place. And as a fifth year teacher, I want to let you know that it does get easier every year. So I also want to let you know that in general, you are doing a good job and that I am so proud of you. Right now, I know it's easy to be the most critical of yourself, but trust me, you are doing so much and you are doing enough. And with that in mind, as I was talking to my teacher friend, we started talking about some teacher wisdom I had gotten over the years, whether it was from learning the hard way or learning from other amazing teachers around me. These little tips of gold have really transformed my teaching profession, and so I wanted to share that with you. So here are some teacher tips for new teachers this back-to-school season. Starting with number one, theming or batching your days. Batching is when you theme your days or you do like-minded tasks in one sitting. They say that it takes on average about seven minutes to refocus after you get distracted. And I've really learned more about batching in the teacher business world actually and it wasn't until the last couple of years that I started transferring that into my teaching career and it has been a game changer. You see I finally feel like I can get ahead or like I'm not constantly behind. No more prepping the day of a lesson as you teach it. This has helped me become prepared and have everything ready to go before it happens. So let me give you an example of what batching can look like or how I like to batch. So I start off by theming my days that way during my prep period I know exactly what I'm working on. So for example, on Mondays, I like to write my lesson plans. I write my lesson plans for the upcoming week, not the week that I'm in, but the following week. And what this does is it helps me get an idea of what to expect and what I need to print off and what resources I need to find. 
So that's Monday. And then on Tuesday, you can start planning out your homework or your stations. If you teach elementary, any resources you need, getting those resources together, those packets together, whatever you need and start preparing those. And then on Wednesday, I like to go out and print them all. And then on Thursday, I like to do any grading. And then Friday's a catch-up day. So just by theming these days, it's really helped me figure out what I need to focus on each day and how I can prepare for the upcoming week so that by Friday, it's already done. And I like having Friday as a catch-up day just in case something happens during my prep, which in the teaching world, that seems to happen a lot. But just in case I miss something or there's something I really want to focus on, that's a great opportunity to do that. This also allows me to cut down on my um, to-do list, which brings me to tip number two, which is to prioritize your to-do list. Teaching is one of those professions where the to-do list is never done. Trust me, I've tried for years. I hate having a list that never ends, but Time and time again, I've seen other teachers chasing to complete to-do lists and they never seem to get there and neither do I. And one way to do this is by creating a must-do and may-do list. One book I highly recommend and where I've kind of gotten this idea from and many other people have is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. In his book, Stephen Covey talks about different kinds of things to do and different stressors and different things that come up that we have to get done in the day. And it's all about prioritizing the right things and the things that are important to you. And one way to do that is to pick three. So what I like to do is I like to set an intention for my day. So first thing, when I get to my classroom or even the night before, I will write three things that must get done before I leave that day. And they are the three most critical things. And then on the other side, I have a may-do list. And this is really just a dump for everything that comes up throughout the day. So if I get an email that I need something done, but the deadline isn't yet um, for the end of the day, then I'll put it on the may do side. So this just really helps you kind of prioritize and figure out what needs to get done and leave out the things that you can wait on. So that is tip number two for new teachers this back to school, back to school season. And this will really help you along with tip number one to do the next thing, which is tip number three, leave at a set time every day. So I'm going to be completely transparent with you. My mentor teacher gave this advice to me and I did not follow it. I was that person that stayed late, like seven or eight o'clock at night. And I was the first one there early in the mornings. And I always felt behind and I would never leave on time. And I realized, and it wasn't until one day that I realized in kinder graduation that I couldn't do this anymore. This wasn't teaching. I felt exhausted. I felt like a bad teacher and I was just drained. And by using tips one and two, you're going to really be able to help you set a time and leave on time every day. So one way to help you leave on time every day is to one, set what time you want to leave. And then two, set alarms on your phone. Create a system to help you get out the door and even have a companion buddy or a teacher buddy do it with you. Post it above your computer and look at it every single day and then remember why you want to leave on time. I actually have a live workshop that coming up that talks about how to leave on time so I'll make sure to post a link in the show notes to reserve your seat um 
But tip number three is to leave at a set time every day. Trust me, it's not only good for you, but you're going to notice a huge difference in your teaching as well. So tip number three, leave at a set time every day. Tip number four is to find a community. You see, there's no year quite like your first year. It's kind of like middle school where you feel awkward, you're new, you're trying to learn everything, and everything's just kind of a big maze at the time. And it can really be hard to find teachers that you relate to. That's why I highly recommend joining a free community, whether it's, you know, local Um, maybe there's a local community out there, maybe there's one for your state, or even some online. Um, if you go to Facebook, there are free Facebook communities for first-year teachers that are amazing. And I actually thought of this, and I think back to my first year of teaching and looking around and really wishing I had a community of first-year teachers like me to connect with. I kind of envisioned this coffee shop with vibes and where we could come and ask questions and share your wins and ask for feedback. So I created the new and first year teacher support group. It's a free Facebook community. I would love for you to join. I'll put the link in the show notes. I love this community because we're stronger together and I really wanted to create a space where we could collaborate and be real with each other. And I can't tell you how amazing it is when you surround yourself with people that are like-minded like you. It has helped me become a better, better educator by surrounding myself by other amazing educators from around the world. And I can't tell you the friendships I've created online and how much they've impacted my personal life. So I highly recommend tip number four that you find a group of educators who do that for you too. Tip number five is classroom management over Pinterest perfect classrooms. Okay, don't come at me like scrolling Pinterest. I like scrolling Pinterest like the next person. But I can't tell you how much money I've wasted and other teachers I've talked to how much they've wasted on pretty things that they didn't actually use. That's why I highly recommend before you go out and you spend all this money on your new classroom, that you prioritize your management system first. Focus on the flow. Look at your classroom and how you want it to be set up. Do you want a student center? Do you want, um, you know, your students collaborating? Do you want them to do a lot of independent work? What do you envision your classroom to be like? Focus on the flow and how you want things to run. And I actually have some questions that you can ask yourself to kind of help with this, starting with number one. Feel free to get out a journal if you'd like to reflect or just pause and you can reflect quietly to yourself. But number one, how do you want your classroom to flow? How do you want things to run? What do you envision? Do you envision a coffee shop vibe where people are slowly, quietly talking? (laughs) Is there a lot of movement? How do you envision the flow of your classroom? Tip number two, or question number two, what roles can you put in place to help support that flow? Question number three, what areas do you need to create in order to create that flow? And tip number four, what procedures should you put in place to help support that classroom values or ideology or flow? I am not joking. I had an emergency today um, in the third week of school and I had an emergency and I had another teacher watch my classroom during breakfast first thing in the morning. 
and I came in a little late. I was flustered, you know, I was trying to keep my cool and come in with a clear head, you know, not let it impact my kids, and the first thing I walked in, the teacher that covered my class without any warning said, your kids are doing amazing. You have such good procedures in the morning. Procedures are everything. Procedures are arguably the most overlooked power pillar in classroom management. So I highly recommend that you focus on classroom management and procedures to put in place. And if you're not really sure what classroom management procedures you should have in class, I have a free guide with a spreadsheet of procedures you might want to consider creating in your classroom and to kind of go over the first month of school. And what I like about having it, I have a a paper copy and a spreadsheet or a Google Sheets option, is that you can look back and reflect on your protocols over the year and kind or your procedures over the year and you can adjust as needed and kind of reflect on how effective they were and you don't have to go back and try to find that notebook you can just look at what you used and kind of revamp it and make it better and it evolves over time it's been a game changer so i'll also put that in the show notes below but as i said by all means make your classroom pretty i went with a harry potter theme this year which i love But the first thing I did was I talked, I sat down and kind of looked at my classroom and what I wanted the flow to be, how I needed things set up, what rules and procedures I needed in place, and then I started making it pretty once I had that set up. So tip number five, classroom management over Pinterest perfect classrooms. Trust me. Another tip that kind of goes along with this, kind of like a 5.1 or 5.2 kind of tip is... I like to start the year with more bare walls and bare classroom, and then I like to add things as I go. That kind of puts the pressure off of trying to have the perfect classroom before parent night, and it also gives you the freedom to put up things that you'll actually utilize throughout the year instead of spending a bunch of money on things you won't actually use. So that's another tip that kind of goes with this tip. So tip number six is to have an empowering morning routine. (sighs) All right, I can't tell you how life-changing this is. Every day when I was a student teacher, my mentor teacher would train for 5K every morning. And I asked her why, and she talked about how much better she felt as a teacher during her day. She talked about having more energy. She was more positive. She felt productive. And she wasn't dreading going to work. She was already pumped and ready to go. So I started incorporating this into my own mornings and let me tell you, she was absolutely right. And and if you are anything like me, you are probably not a morning person. Those of you that are morning people, I don't know how you do it. Give some of that positive energy to me in the morning, but I am not a morning person. And trust me, I love sleeping in until 7 or 8 a.m. as much as the next person. And I didn't want to wake up two or three hours earlier than I had to. And that's the thing. You don't have to. So often we think morning routines have to be this big elaborate hours upon hours routine and it doesn't. In fact, I have a inspired by the Miracle Morning. There is a training that's the 16 minute morning routine for busy teachers. It's inspired by the Miracle Morning. Um, 
and it's a breakdown of your morning routine into just 16 minutes. Waking up 16 minutes earlier is a lot easier than waking up two hours earlier. And I have a live workshop coming up and you can reserve your seat by clicking the link in the show notes below. But I absolutely love getting up in the mornings and the morning routine is a great way to prioritize yourself and feel productive and balanced throughout your day because of it. Because I, you know, teachers spend time in the morning taking care of themselves, you'll find that you're a little more grounded throughout your day and a little more positive. Those are the six tips I have for new teachers this back-to-school season. Thank you so much for joining me, and I am curious, what tips do you have for new teachers this back-to-school season? I love teaching. I love how eager teachers are to share with other teachers, so please feel free to share Um, in the Facebook group. I will put the link for you to share with me, but I would love to feature you in the next podcast, which speaking of which in the last episode, I asked you, what are some things or what are you prioritizing this year? One member answered that she was taking care of herself and her family and really prioritizing on being an amazing mom and being amazing wife. That's awesome. I absolutely love that prioritizing that. Another teacher said she wanted to prioritize and focus on being more positive. Love, love, love all these ideas. So feel free in this next coming Mindset Monday newsletter or in the Facebook group, let me know what teacher tips do you have for this back to school season so I can put you in the next podcast episode. As always, remember we are stronger together. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here and I will talk to you soon. Love, Helena, aka The Present Teacher. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, I would love it if you took a screenshot and tagged me on Instagram at The Present Teacher. Also, make sure to subscribe to get notified each time a new episode comes out. And if you have a minute, leave a review to let me know what you thought. I love hearing from you. Keep dreaming and remember, we are stronger together.